Hey guys, this is April. Did you know that you can leave us a voice message with your feedback or a question right on our Anchor homepage and we can incorporate it into the podcast? So cool. Head to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS. Scroll down the page a little bit until you see the message button. Using your smartphone, click that button and leave us your feedback or a question and we will drop it in an upcoming podcast episode. We're so excited to connect with you. Thank you for your continued support of East to West WLS. Hi, welcome to East to West WLS, the podcast where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April and I'm the West. And I'm Jason and I'm the East. And today we're welcoming back the one and only Des. Sup, girl? Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me again. Oh man, we would have you. We would have you on every single podcast episode if you weren't so busy, like prepping for your show and running your empire and doing all those kinds of things. So, you know, April, you know I'm a yes girl. I will say yes to all the things if you only let me. <laughs> <laughs> Which might get you into trouble down the road. Just gonna say. Just gonna. I'm say. okay with that. All right. Excellent. Well, we're super excited that you wanted to join us today for our all-encompassing conversation on skin. So this month on East to West, we're really just, just really taking a deep look at our skin. How do we care for it? How do we acknowledge it? How do we accept it kind of the way that it is? And then next month, we're going to sh- shift gears to really kind of talk about what can we do with our skin if we're not happy with it, if plastic surgery is something that, that we want to pursue. And we were really excited to connect with you because not only do you love and care for your skin, both internally and externally, but you have had plastic surgery. So you've kind of been through the gamut when it comes to loving our skin. Yeah. So yeah. So this conversation is just going to be, I think, well, I know it will be very meaningful. I don't know about you, but I definitely neglected my skincare before surgery, before bariatric surgery, right? My life was from my shoulders up and I didn't touch or look at this region below. So when all of a sudden you start looking better, you're like, oh, I should probably take care of this. That's, that's new. Yeah, all part of the journey, right? Right, all part of the journey, all part of the journey. So Jason and I kind of often have this this discussion about like, well, I found something new out today about myself. And it usually has to do with just the fact that, right, you're like interacting with your body in, in new ways. And then all of a sudden you kind of feel empowered to take care of things as they crop up. I mean, Jason, you just had an appointment with a dermatologist because you were, you had some stuff going on with your face and you took control of that situation and, and went and saw somebody. Yeah. It was getting to a point where, you know, I had kind of got to the point, everybody was drawing attention to my face because of the weight that I lost and the dramatic change in my face. And so, you know, I started kind of hacking the beard down little inches by inches because I wasn't ready to let go of it yet. Cause I, I wasn't let go of it till I was part of the one, the single chin gang. So, uh, <laughs> I had to, I had to keep the, keep the curtain there to, to hide what was behind the curtain for a while. So once I realized I could actually do it and, and be a, a member of the single chain gang, I did that. And then I started realizing that the more I did, I, I you know, I was developing this rash and, and soreness on my face and figured out that it was, uh, yeah, that it was actually a condition that I got treated for. And they, they gave me some, uh, some prescription strength creams and whatnot. So now I'm, yep. I'm, I'm back in the game. So. Well, uh, I love the, hearing about the the guy NSVs. Like that's awesome, yeah. and I'm so happy for you. Like that's so new for me to hear. 
Yes. Well, so many, you know, it it was, it was kind of new for me too, because I had told my wife I wasn't shaving the beard, even when I got small, the the more I got to looking at it, I was like, it was kind of ridiculous on my big ass face. So it's even more ridiculous now that my face isn't quite so big. So yeah, I had to, I had to take a few inches off. I love it. Yep. Well, and it's important to know too, that, you know, when we're talking about skincare, we're not just talking about our faces, right? We are talking about our entire bodies, but uh, in a recent conversation that we had with an esthetician, you know, she'd said the face is the most prominent piece of skin that everybody has to show off, right? I mean, it just is what you see. So everybody focuses on this area, but if you're focusing just on your face, you're really missing out on your body, which is the largest organ that you have. So you really do need to like take care of it and learn to love and accept it and, and, you know, and, and just show it some love if we want to be as healthy as possible. And that is not reserved just to us ladies. So Jason, very much appreciate. Yep. Very much appreciate your, uh, your, your willingness to share your skin adventures with us. Always, always. I didn't think it was a big deal until I realized how many people like Des said, you know, just aren't used to hearing yeah. the, the male perspective of it all. So I really nope. dug down deep to be able to, to, to come forward with a lot of that stuff. So, yep. Freaking rad. All right. So Des, before we dive into the conversation, we would love for you to give our listeners and our followers just a little brief introduction to you if they don't know who you are. So if you want to share like your age, where you live, what type of weight loss surgery you had and when, how much you've lost, and then why you're so passionate about supporting the bariatric community. You got it. So hi guys, my name is Des. That's short for Desiree, but please just call me Des. No one calls me Desiree. (laughs) Um, My Instagram handle is woke up like Des. I've been I've been on my journey for a little over three years now. So yeah, it was about three and a half years ago. I had the gastric bypass surgery. I went all in, did the bypass and I am down 162 pounds. And yeah, I, I know Insane. it's been, it's been a whole journey. And the reason why I'm so passionate about our community and about just sharing my journey is just because my life has completely changed. And I know that most people who are considering weight loss surgery and who have gone through it, they're waiting for their life to change. And if you've gone through weight loss surgery, you'll start to quickly realize that your life is changing literally right before your eyes. You can't even keep up with yourself. The people Mm -hmm. in your life, they're having an even harder time keeping up with you. Like it's so much change so quickly. And, you know, through sharing my journey so publicly on all social media platforms, I, I just discovered like I have a new purpose and I actually found like success through my weight loss journey for the first time in my life. Listen to my other um, episode with them so you guys could get like the full journey, but it was a lifelong battle for me dealing with my just being overweight since I was five years old, 90 pounds at five years old, it's been a lifetime struggle. So I truly feel like I didn't start living until I was 25 years old. And I know so many other people are feeling the same way, just like trapped, stuck in their whole body. And for me, I I did this thing. I had the gastric bypass surgery. I actually found success in it. And I have just found a new passion of just sharing what has worked for me sharing that it's possible and yeah it's it's just completely changed my life and it's now my biggest passion and I find like if I'm not sharing what's worked for me then I'm not doing my duty and like what I was like made for like I genuinely feel like this is what I'm made for like this is my life now and guess what it could be yours too it just takes a little bit of learning and just trusting the process and 
doing the things that make us uncomfortable. And that's what I'm so passionate about and super stoked to be here to share those things with you guys. Cause there's different chapters in this journey. Loose skin is one of them. <laughs> Loose skin is one of them. And I swear to God, I mean, I'm not a religious person, but it feels like this journey is the Bible, right? Like every time you, you get like one story done, you're like, oh my God, there's an entire another section and it's a thousand pages long. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Like we've got chapters within chapters, these chapters. chapters. And chapters. yeah, it honestly is. I, I always think about it as like the bariatric Bible. Like yes. there's just all yes. these different passages in yes. it, if yes. you will. Yes, yes. Uh, well, we very much appreciate how honest you are with everybody in your community. We highly recommend that you guys follow Des if you don't. She is vibrant, bubbly. <laughs> It keeps it very, very real. But the Thank thing that I appreciate about you does that Jason and I both do is that you very much call out, hey, here's what's really hard. Here's what sucks. Okay. And here's what I'm doing to overcome it. And then you're actually documenting how you are overcoming it. So it's not just like one post that says like, oh, here's how I do accountability. It's, hey, it's 1153 at night and I'm walking around my neighborhood because I have to get in my 10,000 steps because I made that commitment to myself. And that's what this looks like. Right. Yes. Yes. You get it. I get it. I totally get it. Right. And that's really hard to do. And, and I think yeah. people feel that they can't connect with you because, you know, you have a very large following, but as Jason and I have come to know, that really doesn't impact you in any sense of the word. You are a very humble, regular old human being that is just doing what they're passionate about doing, which is supporting their community and having fabulous hair and makeup and, you know, workout routines and all that other kind of stuff. But I do right? not deserve you guys. <laughs> I must stay here all day. Thank you. Literally well, so freaking sweet. Well, and the, the, the beauty of it all, like, like April said, is it's a lot of people will just put it out there as, you know, you just got to be accountable and they don't, you, yours is more like a roadmap. Yours is a how-to. You don't just, there's people that inspire people, but you actually bring people along on your journey. It's like, it's a no man left behind type of situation. You yeah. go back and actually grab the, the, the people that are, that are lagging behind and you bring them to the front. And that's the difference between, you know, uh, somebody that does inspires on a level that you inspire versus somebody who just comes on here to make the journey look really cool for themselves. And we, you know, we just, we truly appreciate somebody that has, you know, your, your reach doing that for our community. Cause it's very important. Well, thank yep. you. I appreciate that. And, you know, I love what you said. It's like, yeah, I'm working, I'm working really hard. I want to be great, but I'm not trying to be great alone. I'm bringing you guys with me. We can all do this. Mm -hmm. If I could do it, if I could dedicate myself to these things and just really push myself and take that leap of faith, like it's actually doable and you don't have to do it alone. I'm not trying to do it alone. Please come along with me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need support. Right. We always say that people are like, oh my gosh, I just don't know how how people do this. And it's like, yeah, you do it with your community. You do it yes. with the village. Like you yes. have to have people in your corner that are supporting you at different stages. And that is okay. But, you know, when, when we hear people who are not comfortable sharing their journey yet, we absolutely, we understand that. But we also know how lonely and difficult that path is going to be for them. So it's so awesome that like the Instagram community is kind of a safe place where we can come and not necessarily be public with what we're going through, but we can find people to kind of, right, like get us through without having to just come out and say like, I've had bariatric surgery. You can keep that on the DL, but you can connect with people and you can kind of create these pockets of support that, that are safe for you. So yeah. it's nice to have such public, public people out there saying, nope, try this, 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 and you don't, you don't have to share yours. You can just learn from other people. So absolutely. Yeah. 
key. I will key. be that person for you guys. I'll I'll share it, put myself out there. Not always the most comfortable thing to do, but you know I'm willing nope. to do it. <laughs> if you follow me truth? on Instagram, you've seen a lot more than you probably ever bargained for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you you actually mentioned that though. I mean, what you said, I mean, what you said is you got to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And that's part of that's part of this. You know, if you're gonna bury your yeah. soul, there's a lot of things that April, Natalie, and I figured out since we started doing this, that it's like, we'll have conversations all the time. And it's like, I sit and think about it. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know that I, you know, I don't know that I want to share that. And then we get to talking about it. I'm like, well, I absolutely have to share it now because there's somebody out there that thinks the same thing. And if yeah. we don't share it, then that one person, you know, even though we have eight, if out of our 8,500 followers, if there's only one person that feels like they don't have anybody to turn to, then that one person isn't getting the support that, you know, that we're trying to give. So it's, and that it's makes super, it all worth it. Yeah. It's yeah. super important to get it out there and let it go because we're, you know, I've never, we've never had anybody come at us crazy about anything that we've shared. It's nothing, it's been nothing but love and support every time Good. we do it. So yeah. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. Yep. Well, and that's kind of why we're having the conversation today. Skin, skin care, right. Accepting and just acknowledging our bodies as they change and the skin that goes with it is not always comfortable. Like our skin starts like starts to look real different. I could point to probably 20 places on my body and it's like, whoa, didn't think that would ever look like that, but here we are, right? So our conversation today is really just gonna, gonna be all about skin. How, how we, we really wanna know how your relationship with your own skin does has changed over time, pre to post-op. Uh, we want to learn how you have come to like accept and acknowledge your, your body and your skin, how you care for it now and, and, and how, how you've just kind of gotten to this place of maybe not love, but acceptance uh, of where you're at now. And we know that your body's changing, you know, even throughout your, your shred process. So, right. We're kind of talking about this in, in the moment. So yeah, I, it's going to be an awesome conversation. So I'm ready to dive in. You guys ready? Yes. Let's do this. Hey guys, it's April. When I'm craving something sweet, I always head to my pantry and I grab my jar of retreat drinks, hot cacao. But I know I'm doing it for more than just my sweet tooth. Cacao is one of the highest plant-based sources of magnesium, the most efficient mineral in the Western world. Magnesium is so important for a healthy heart and it helps turn glucose into energy, enabling our brain to work with laser sharp clarity and focus. It's a total mood booster without the caffeine. I absolutely love it, and I think you will too. Visit retreatdrinks.com and use the code east to west for 20% off your first order. Happy sipping. All right, first question. How would you describe your relationship with your skin before bariatric surgery? So pretty much like before I had my bariatric surgery, I never really put too much thought in my skin. For me, I was I was consumed with the thought that I was 300 pounds and needed to do something with it. Um, I was always really into makeup and beauty. So I had a pretty solid skincare routine, but I can't say that I ever really stressed too much on my skin. Luckily, you know, I never even dealt with like really bad, um, like acne or whatever, but mm. I do have hypothyroid disease. And with that, I have hormonal imbalances and occasionally under stressful seasons, I'll like break out with cystic acne, which still does happen. Even mm. after I've lost weight, sometimes like I could get mm. some pretty bad hormonal cystic acne. It sucks. It lasts for a good three or four weeks, unfortunately, mm. but it doesn't happen all the time. Um, but yeah, I've never had to pay too much attention to my skin. Um, I just, 
would wash it, moisturize it, use my creamers. And it was always like a skincare routine. Um, but that was pretty much the extent of it. And also being heavy, you know, we do little things that will make us feel more comfortable in our own skin. And one of those things that I still do to this day is apply self-tanner. So that was pretty much like the extent of me being like, all right, I've got skin. Yeah, she's white. She's dimply. She's got some rolls. But hey, guess what? Tan fat's better than white fat, right? So I would just put on some self-tanner and call that good. But that was pretty much it. Now, when I started looking into the gastric bypass surgery, I followed some people on Instagram who were influencers and they would share mm. their journey. And two of the, like the four girls who I followed really closely, they went and got like plastics done. So even before I had my gastric bypass surgery, I knew because I'm getting it done at around 24, 25 years old, I knew that surgery may be in my cards. I might want to consider that just like Kayla did, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of knew that if I go through with weight loss surgery, I already knew from following people, loose skin is a thing. And mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, it's an option that you can go get it removed. So I always knew from the beginning that that would be an option, but I didn't like, I didn't really fixate on that at all. Um, but yeah, before surgery, I didn't really have too much of a routine. I just like took care of it with the things that I needed to do. But as far as like skin and being overweight, the most I ever did to like help myself feel better because my weight was self tanner. So <laughs> hey, we all got to do what we got to do to just feel somewhat good about our situation, right? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yes. Yes. Were you were you afraid to show off your skin or, or how did you did you showcase your skin, you know, like your body skin before weight loss surgery? How did you kind of dress it? Okay. So here's the thing that people are always like, really like amazed by, like, I'm that girl who even at 300 pounds, I would go to the music festivals and wear a crop top and jean shorts and be dressing just like all the other girls, because guess what? I wanted to feel like I fit in even at 300 yeah. pounds. I always tried my best to dress trendy and just feel like I fit in with my own sisters, with my own friend group. Um, but that is something that a lot of people who are overweight can't bring themselves to do. And I understand mm -hmm. that luckily, you know, by having these walking Barbie doll sisters, I was always given that extra encouragement, like, come on, Des, just put it on. Oh my gosh, shut up. It looks fine. Just wear it. Like it looks yeah. cute. It's fine. We're all wearing this. So luckily, like I had that kind of support, mm -hmm. but also I will never forget it. Like from when I was pretty young, my twin sister, she's always been way tinier than me. Like when I was 90 pounds at five years old, the teachers were asking my parents if my, if my sister was eating, cause she, you could see her bones, but she's just genetically super, super skinny. So you can imagine like the type of comparison that I grew up with. Like mm -hmm. how come I'm sitting here with my twin sister as she eats Cheetos and I'm eating baby carrots. Why am I going to children's boot camp every weekend? And she's staying home to watch Disney Channel. You know, it was just things yeah. like that where our lives were just really different because of my weight. And I was very aware of how heavy I was at such a young age. So I never really knew life outside of that. But, you know, um, I will never forget the day that she told me, I think we were like in middle school and I was like, I cannot wear this. Like only the skinny girls can wear this. And she literally put her hand on my shoulder, looked me dead in the eyes. And she was like, Des, if you wear something with confidence, no one will question you. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll wear it with confidence, whatever that means, you know? So I put it on, 
just like you see all the girls on Instagram say, put the bikini on, just put mm -hmm. it on. That's all you got to do. Um, mm -hmm. It honestly helps. And I know it's easier said than done, but yeah, from middle school, I started living my life with that mentality. If, if you just wear it with confidence, no one will question it, own it. No one mm -hmm. will question it. And so at the concerts, at the country music festivals I would go to, um, at school dances, like whatever dressy event, whatever dress, whatever bikini, whatever crop top it was, you already know I'm going to do the uncomfortable thing. I'm going to put that uncomfortable thing on my uncomfortable body and I'm going to uncomfortably go out in public in it. But guess what? Once you do it, it is honestly so like liberating and freeing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you guys have heard people talk about this, like on your podcast before, but like, it's kind of like one of those like defense mechanisms, like where like, I've heard plenty of people say like, oh, when I was overweight, I would just kind of make fun of myself. It's a defense mechanism. Like I'll just call myself fat. And then when you say it, it can't hurt me. Cause guess what? I already know. It's kind of like the same idea with this. Like, Hey, guess what? I've got loose skin. I've got a belly. I know. And guess what? I'm rocking it and I'm showing it with this shirt. There's no hiding it. I'm not trying to hide it. I'm just rocking it. I'm going to own it and live my best life regardless of the skin and the belly that's being shown with it. And like, it takes, it takes a while to like get to that point. And it's, maybe it's not going to work your first time. You're not going to just be like, okay, I put on the swimsuit and I'm at the beach and I think I'm comfortable. Like sure. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And it's going to take like a process of doing those things of just being yeah. like, all right, another day in a bikini, another day in a crop top, but I'm just going to own it. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you are with it. And when you're the one putting yourself out there like that, you don't feel like you're just out there like that and having all eyes on you. You're like, yeah. I know all eyes are on me because I chose yeah. to wear this day and it's cute. So yes. it's a process. And like, I feel like I still do that. Like to this day, like, you know, learning self-love and learning self-confidence and learning acceptance with your body, the shape and all the lumps and lumps and bumps and dimples that come with it. It's such a journey in itself. And it's still a never ending journey. Even I know I'm jumping the gun right here, but full disclosure, I have had a tummy tuck. And let me tell you, I still have loose skin and mm -hmm. I have to find ways to deal with that loose skin and accommodate for it and figure out ways that I feel better in my skin. Even after losing 160 pounds, going through the tummy tuck, the newsflash is that like, we're never going to be perfect. And we're always going to have things that we want to work on. So I've got all the tips and stuff for you guys. And like, it honestly has been a journey. It's a never ending journey, just like working out and taking our bodies to the next level. These are all never ending journeys. And I, I think that what's helped is that I'm just like at the point where I'm going to accept that, like, Hey, we're never going to be perfect. And you just got to work with what you got and work on loving yourself and your body, wherever you're at. Well, and there's such beauty with taking the power back in, like you said, wearing the crop top, wearing the bathing suit, jumping out in the bikini, doing whatever it is, accepting your loose skin and putting it out there. There's, there's beauty in that power in taking that power back. And that's an amazing, that's some of the, my most favorite stories to watch are, you know, people, you know, doing their sheen orders and, and, you know, modeling it for the camera and pulling out, you know, you know, and they will, they'll be like, oh, you don't think I have loose skin? Well, watch this. And they roll down their little, you know, the spanks or whatever it is, and they let it all come out. And it's, that's the, you know, the thing about that is, is that lets so many other people know that it's okay to be in that mindset to be like, you know what, I'm just going to wear it. Like there's ways to get around it for now. I may not be able to have the plastic surgery today, or maybe not tomorrow, or maybe there's people that I know that don't ever want to have it at all. 
And the loose skin to me, I've always looked at it like, you know, stretch marks for moms or people that lift weights or whatever, you know, there's, you earned those scars. Like those are battle scars. Those you, you came through the other side of something very, very traumatic, very, you know, whatever it was that your journey was, it got you to where you are. Mm-hmm. be proud of those like th- those are you know those are war wounds that that you know that you got getting through whatever it was you got through yeah. so those are just as beautiful as everything else and you know it, it's just like a lot of people are going to be surprised to hear you say des that you know you're not you know you're not going to be perfect and even you still struggle with confidence and and those types of things because they see you in your feed and they see what you're doing and all these things and to the outside layperson who's never met or talked to you, they think, oh, well, she's got it all. She's got it made. She's, you know, the Barbie of the bariatric world. She's doing all the things. Like, And you get to the point where when you really talk to, I mean, I haven't met one person that's like, shit, I, I had bariatric surgery, had a tummy tuck, and I'm golden. Like, I don't have to do anything anymore. There's no work to put in. Like, I, I got it. Like, I've not met no. one person that's been like mm-hmm. that. So you can see it from the person that's two weeks out to the person that's three years out or 10 years out that are still struggling you know and this and this really kind of reminds me of uh, of of a way that we can get trapped by the arrival fallacy and really you've given us a way out of that entrapment right we we can think like everything's going to be perfect when i lose x amount of weight or when i get to this size right or xyz but really that is a fallacy because we're never going to be this perfect person that we think that we are going to be so if we set goals and we focus on how do i want to feel or how do I get to contentment instead of like always looking for that next perfect thing? We're going to be able to have these moments or maybe these longer stretches of period where it's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm happy. I'm proud. I know I'm not perfect, but that's okay. When I have the energy to tackle this thing, then I will do that thing. But it sounds like does you really kind of come to this place where it's like, no, like I'm good. Like I'm, I'm happy. This is good. I, I'm working on this thing and I'm doing this one thing. But overall, I mean, things are good, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, um, I'm doing a lot right now. And mm-hmm. yes, I still deal with the little things. Like I have a lot of loose skin, but I'm not focused on it. I don't let it, I don't let it like tear me down. I'm mm. not allowing it to hold me back. Just like loose. A lot of people hold back so much because they are afraid of the loose skin. And yeah, man, that's just something I want to say everybody listen right now okay i need all ears i would gladly take loose skin over my 300 pounds any day and i hope that you've heard that before but i can't tell you the amount of messages i get every day every day there'll be at least one some person saying oh des i really want to lose weight but i'm so afraid of the loose skin i really want to get gastric bypass i really want to get the sleeve but what about the loose skin Oh, what about it, girlfriend? You want to rather have a little loose skin or right? be ha- happy and healthy? Yes. I don't understand what the question is. No hesitations. Well, You're allowing the loose skin or the even just the thought and the fear of loose skin to hold you back. Listen, guys, it's 2021. We're not letting these things hold us back anymore. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think you know, I think there's, there's diet culture, there's marketing, there's these like very stringent sets of beauty standards for men and women, right? So you want to strive to hit that, but those people are either genetically engineered or they were genetically born to look like that. And you're just not going to look like them because you are not them. So if you're striving to always get there, you're never going to feel good about yourself. 
And the one, many, well, one of the many things I've learned along this journey is that the only person who's looking and judging me is me. That's it. Nobody really is like out there spending their lives critiquing me and what I look like and, and what loose skin I have. And they don't, they really don't care. It's me. I'm the one that's saying all of these horrible things about me. I mean, you're just going, what am I doing to myself? This is taking up so much of my power, so much of my time and my energy worrying about this. Yeah. And I could be focusing on all of the really good things that I've done for my health. Yes. Right. Like I'm not pre-diabetic anymore. I went to the doctors and there was literally nothing wrong with me. I mean, it was like, wow, you gotta have the wrong patient girl. You have doctor, you are reading the wrong chart. Cause that is not me, but it's my health. I am a healthy human now. And yet I'm letting my brain talk me out of doing the things I want to do because I've got bat wings. Nobody cares about bat wings. Nobody cares except me. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting too is I feel like you could be scrolling on my page and you'll see all the different stages that I've been through on this journey, right? Mm. Like if you mm -hmm. go far enough, you'll see the beginning. When I first oh, was yeah. working out after gastric bypass, you'll see when I went and got my tummy tuck, you'll see when I started prepping for my first bodybuilding show, you'll see all that. Yeah. But it's funny that I still get the messages about, oh, Des, like I really want to start my weight loss journey, but I'm so afraid of the loose skin. And even before I had my tummy tuck, I was posting the side-by-side -side pictures, still rocking it, owning it, feeling happy and healthier than ever with my loose skin. And I'm just like, wow, I wish that that was enough for you guys to see, because you could see in this photo, I'm clearly feeling myself. Like I'm feeling mm -hmm. so good in my body and I'm so happy and proud of the progress that I've made this far. Yeah. And I know that you would be too, if you were in this position, you wouldn't even be thinking about that. And I can't tell you like, yeah, we all know that internet trolls are a thing, but I don't think I've ever had any troll tell me, yeah, Des, you look pretty good, but what are you going to do about that loose skin? Oh, but that loose skin, oh girl, like, I feel like it was worse when you were, oh, you're pretty for a big girl. Like that's more of a backhanded compliment, right? Like that is more, like that one's more hurtful, like, oh yeah, but I can't really do anything about that. But honestly, with the progress and everything that you are making along your journey and that you will yeah. make along your journey, mm -hmm. no one's going to be out here pointing out your little things been like, you know what, you're looking really good, but you do have a lot of loose skin. Are you going to do something about that? Who thinks like that? I don't think anyone does genuinely, honestly, I know I don't look at people's pictures and think like, I hope she does something about that loose skin. Cause it's totally no. ruining her progress. No oh, yeah. one thinks like no. that. I promise you. Well, no. And, I, and if and they I do too, send them our way. <laughs> and I wonder too, April and I talked about this, about the, the amount of the mental capacity that frees up post-op. And I think about it in terms of, I just don't know if the people who are so worried about it, uh, about the things when they're pre-op, if they, if they can even grasp the fact of how we see things post-op. And if that's just the shift change that's happened since we've had our surgery and the mental capacity that we freed up versus how it was before we had it. Right. I often think about that too, right? I mean, I, and I think too that worrying about loose skin is another way that our brain and our food addiction, dependence, or tolerance is trying to talk us out of doing something very different, right? That fear of the unknown, that fear of now not, you know, recognizing yourself, even though you don't really recognize yourself, that fear of being the outsider is strong, is really, really strong. And you have that cloud of addiction or dependence or tolerance that just sits over everything and really, you know, controls what you do. So, I think our brains are looking for any way to keep us the same. 
But the fact that we're just looking and asking those questions to people like you, Des, or to other people in the community means that, okay, at least I'm contemplating this. I'm trying to under, understand it. But I would agree, right? I mean, all three of us can say, once we got on the other side of our surgery and we became the people that we wanted, we, we got our, we took power in our health back. It's a totally different, it's a totally different lens, right? It's just like, that really doesn't matter. And that's a shift that's so hard to understand unless you are on the other side of that. Right. Yep. And I think the other thing too, that helps. And again, you said this does, you had family that was in your corner saying, it doesn't matter what you wear. We support you. We love you. We don't care. Rocket, rocket, rocket. And if you kind of don't have that cheering squad, that can also be difficult. That can be a bit of a, a bit of a challenge. Hey, it's April with East to West WLS. I don't know about you, but after I dropped a significant amount of weight, my body just didn't feel like my own and I needed help feeling like it was my own again. So I started receiving chiropractic care. If you live in the Tacoma area, I cannot recommend Grit City Cairo more. Dr. McKenzie is passionate about helping you feel, function, and live better. Check out her Instagram at Grit City Cairo or her website, gritcitychiropractic.com for more info and to book your first consultation. And if you mention East to West, you'll get a discount on your first visit. I feel amazing after seeing her, and I think you will too. Yeah. So, so what what are some things that you have done to to really kind of get to this place of acceptance where you have now? And then, what have you done about areas of your skin that maybe you weren't happy about and you wanted to tackle without plastic surgery? Yeah. So, like I said, I'm someone who researched bariatric surgery for three years before I actually got it. So I was very aware that loose skin very much is a thing and I will deal with it most likely like 99%. I'm going to deal with it, even though I got my surgery at like, I think 24 years old, 25 years old. Mm. Um, so I knew that it was going to be a thing. Um, and I did all the reading up on like your vitamins and your nutrients and your protein and um, something that I saw a lot was that people really emphasize like get extra collagen in because like your hair is going to fall out. You're going to be getting loose skin. And of course, being girls, you're like, my hair is going to fall out. I'm going to get loose skin. What are you talking about? Like, please, mm-hmm. anything but that. Like, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to I'm just trying to be skinny. Like, I don't want to be bald. You know, that like, you start to get all yeah. nervous and <laughs> you start thinking like, oh, if I do this surgery, like, is it going to be worth it to be skinny, but look like a man? And it's like yeah. oh, all that. Like, it doesn't have to, let's not go zero to a hundred guys like it's not that crazy (laughs) keep up on it get your protein take your extra supplements your Mm -hmm. hair skin and nails um so taking a hair skin and nail supplement will definitely help with your hair number one but yes your skin and taking things that have extra collagen will already be a supplement that helps you build and keep the collagen in your system i read one time that like i think after like 23 or 25 years old your body will kind of stop producing collagen Mm -hmm. so that's why it's like really important to take a supplement that has it and there's plenty of moisturizers that have it and um a lot of us deal with like even loose skin on our faces so i think that that's a huge help is having a moisturizer that you use in your morning and nighttime skincare routine that does have collagen and like a firming agent in it. That's huge. I have loose skin on my face, but honestly, not, not as much as some people do. So I feel like it actually does help. I don't, Mm. I don't think I'm going to blame it all on genetics because like, (laughs) it's not like my family is known for some amazing skin. So (laughs) yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that firming uh, moisturizer and like 
anything with collagen and just taking your hair, skin and nails supplements are really good. Yeah. Um, like currently I'm taking ghost glow. It's um, oh, yeah. powder. I, you drink it. So it's not just mm-hmm. a pill. Um, and now that I'm an athlete with ghosts, like obviously I use like all ghost products, but even before that I was always using like the Costco and target hair, skin and nails gummies. Yeah. So nothing fancy, something very like attainable. That was one thing. And then also number two, just making sure that like your workout routine is on point. It's really hard to target areas. Like, especially like you can't just be like, I'm going to start working out so I could really lose this lower belly fat. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, sometimes you don't exactly get to choose pick and choose like where you lose like it kind of yes. just happens gradually mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if if you're a girl you notice a, like your boobs are the first thing to go maybe your chin mm-hmm. and your face was first and then your boobs are gone so like mm-hmm. everyone does it differently most of us tend to lose our thighs and our bellies last because well those are the stubborn areas um but yeah just like honestly getting on top of your workout routine taking control in the areas that you can, that's huge. Loose skin on the arms. I know that this is like a huge thing. Um, I have loose skin, but even a year or two ago, this was way worse and I could go like this and it would flab. And now I could even, I can't even like consider my arm flabby. Like I could move it and squeeze it, but it doesn't go ahead and shake like it used to, which is just weird. Cause like, that means what I'm about to tell you guys what I've been doing. It actually works. Okay. So honestly, um, I started getting on a more organized workout routine. So mm-hmm. when I was bigger, I definitely dealt with gym intimidation and I was nervous to go in the weight training areas because you're next to all the buff guys and like the people who are fit and you're like, mm-hmm. number one, I'm going to walk through the gym doors and I feel like I'm being judged and I don't belong. So mm-hmm. the last thing I want to do is go to the worst area of the gym. Like I would just like go book it to like an elliptical or a treadmill <laughs> and be like, okay, cardio it is. That's all we're doing today. Yeah. So I'm glad that like, I've been able to work through that. And even when I was big, as long as I had like my sister there or a gym buddy that would help me a lot. Um, yeah. but also just taking a minute to spend a couple minutes on YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest on like what exercises I wanted to do that would help me get through that gym intimidation. But once I like kind of got past that and like the gym was like 100% part of my everyday routine, five to six days a week, mm-hmm. um, having organized workouts and working out my arms three times a week has been a huge game changer. I pretty much do like legs and booty twice a week and then it's upper body, the rest of it. And that's where I'm going to tell you guys that, yeah, it does take some work. Like, you know, you're not going to just go to bed and wake up like this. You no. know, you gotta, you so gotta you're telling me, some work. You're telling me I can't lift weights for like 10 minutes and then boom, it'll be like all good. I really Bullshit. wish I could tell you that April, but today is not that day. Well, I wish you would have told me that uh, yesterday before I started my gym membership. So now I got to get on the phone and cancel that shit because I can't. No, you know what? So Don't cancel it. Just know that you're going to be there a while because this uh-huh. takes some time. Uh-huh. And that's the thing that realistically, you guys, like it does take time and, you know, tightening and firming, building loose, uh, building muscle in your loose skin it is possible. And I was hopeful that it would be possible, but I'm telling you today that it is possible, but it's taken me a good two years of like consistent weight training. But you, you've posted before and after pictures of just your arms. And I think maybe even other areas of your body. And Mm -hmm. it is amazing 
interesting to see how, like you were done losing weight, like plastics was over, you were done. And then you committed to a very regimented, right? Like really lifting program, not necessarily cardio, but lifting. And just to see how your body changed with your consistent nutrition, right? Like you're still taking your vitamins, you're hitting all your bariatric must do's. And then you've added in this very regimented program. And it is amazing to see now, granted, you've got to commit to years of that to see those results, but yeah, always got us time, right? Like, yeah, there's nothing else that we got. So just do it honestly by the time if you feel like you're done like oh yeah we don't want to get there because we're never going to be done just like jason said earlier it's not like you're going to go get your bariatric surgery reach your goal weight get a tummy tuck and then you're done like all right now what's next like i'm not trying to wait to find out what's next we got to keep this ball rolling keep up the momentum it is a never-ending journey i know i say that literally all the time but it really is all these different chapters are never ending you're never just done so yeah you know jason the other day he he and i were talking and it was about skin loose skin and jason you were saying like you know i'm just not really happy with like i mean i'm super stoked with my weight but now i'm just like eh and you've even started a, a gym regimen and routine because you're ready to dive in and, and tackle that that skin thing. Yeah, I originally my my original thing was I was gonna just keep working on losing all the weight until I got down to like 250 pounds, and I want to lift it. Then I wanted to lift back up to about 275, and I've gotten to a point where 290 ish between 285 and 290 is is kind of where I'm hanging out. Like kind of like with what April has always said, like unless she wants to do something, you know, really dramatic with her body, it's she's going to be hanging out where she's at. I I will continue to lose some because I'm not really going to go into lifting real heavy right now because I know I've still got some to lose. Um, And so, yeah, I went ahead and joined. I I got all my membership and stuff situated yesterday because I was doing stuff around the house, but I'm to a point where I've kind of maxed out my ability at home of what I can do. So now, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to start going into the gym and getting the routine together. I'm going to meet with a trainer and kind of see what yep. I can do. Good. Cause you know, like, like most guys, it's all about the shoulders and arms and biceps and tries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but, but we all know you can't skip leg day. You can't no. go looking out like that crab man on SpongeBob with those teeny tiny legs. I absolutely cannot skip <laughs> leg day. But I kind of look at it. I kind of look at it like my legs have had leg day for the past 20 years because they've been hoofing around 460 pounds for a while. So That's true. I, I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of keep up with what I've already got. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, and Jason, your, your story is also inspiring too, because you did start at home, right? Like, and, and we will experience this, this gym intimidation, right? If we can start at home, that's the place to go. If we're scared about getting out, if we're scared about judgment, whatever it is, right? There's so many programs, apps, applications, companies. I mean, does you you have your own workout like does app that people can purchase and and actually get like your workouts that are meant to be done at home. So yes. there's no reason for us to kind of table this because we know that it takes three things to find success after bariatric surgery. It's movement, mindset, and metabolic wellness. And I think when we're talking about skin, it's actually all three of those things. It falls into all three of those categories. Cause you've said that you're taking care of your skin, right? Through physical movement and your nutrition. Yes. You're focusing on your mindset. Like, how am I doing? Like, how am I thinking about myself? What am I saying to myself? What am I not letting slow me down? Right. That's your mindset and then that metabolic wellness nutrition i mean so really it's skin falls into all three of these categories because it just has to it's it's a part of who we are it's our largest organ and if we neglect it we're kind of neglecting our health 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely safe to say that. And um, honestly, that's such a good point that it is, it, it's all three of those things. And Mm -hmm. it is such a mental thing. Like, yes, the food and the workouts, totally a big part of it, huge part of it. One of the hardest parts of it, but like the part that it's, I think hardest to take control of is our mind because you can easily kind of go through the motions, cross off the list. Like, all right, I hit my macros today. You're counting, you're doing the steps of tracking. That's Mm -hmm. a very like to-do list thing. But when it comes to the mental aspect of like just treating yourself kindly and not, not beating yourself up and talking to yourself, like you would never talk to a friend or a family member And you know how dark those times can get when you are alone, looking in the mirror, just being your own worst critic. I hate finding myself in those positions. I found myself there a lot when I was 300 pounds, especially during like the 250 to 300, like the last, uh, the year that I was my heaviest was definitely the time that I struggled the most mentally. That's like when there were plenty of, like, like I said, I've been overweight my whole life and I've had a full eventful life. Like I didn't really allow my weight to hold me back. It just kind of was, it got to the point where like, I didn't have a choice and I was in so much pain that Mm -hmm. like it was, it it did get hard to do even the most like daily activities. So then of course doing the fun things did become miserable because I was so uncomfortable and in such physical pain. But even then it's like, wow, like you could really find yourself just going into this like deep, dark circle conversation of just you in the mirror. And all of a sudden in that moment, like any bit of confidence that you did have, will just go right down the drain because Mm -hmm. maybe you were just nitpicking a little too long. And that is just no way to live your life. And I just remember, I think back on like the amount of time and energy I spent doing that. And that was one of the first things that I had to tackle. And you know, we talked about it earlier. Like everyone looks at me and they're like, one day I'm going to be as confident as Des. Like honestly goals. Like I want to be as confident as her. And let me tell you right now, even the people who you think are the most confident, it takes work and daily reminders to be confident and to work on self-love. Like I will have plenty of times throughout the day where I'm like, oh no, oh my gosh, I'm not posting that picture. That's a bad angle. Oh my gosh. Oh, like these, these pants, they're not very flattering on me. Like I have these moments all the time. And then I have to catch myself and actually be intentional in realizing what I'm doing in that moment. And this is such a growing period. And I've spent years focusing on catching myself in these moments. Like it honestly is such a huge part of the journey is like taking the moment to realize when you're doing it and you, you might not realize it because we're so used to being so horrible to ourselves in our own head. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, I would be so embarrassed if anyone knew how bad I could talk to myself in my head. Like when I was 300 pounds, especially when I was just like, you're useless, you're worthless, you're never going to be pretty until you're skinny, and you're probably never going to be skinny, so why even, why are you even looking in the mirror right now, you're just gonna be disappointed, like, honestly, such horrible conversations that I would never want, I would never want one of my sisters to have with themselves, if I heard my friend talking like that to herself, I'd be like, stop right now, you do not say that about yourself, like, come here so I could build you back up, and it's like, wow, why do we have such an easy time doing that to ourselves, and we would never want to see our loved ones doing that, and it really takes, like, intentional catching yourself in that moment to actually stop it, and when I was dealing with loose skin throughout my weight loss journey, especially in that first year post-op, when it was new, I was like, six months out, hundred pounds down, but now I have loose skin. 
And it's like, I don't want to like negate like the amazing process that I've made progress that Mm -hmm. I've made, Mm -hmm. but I cannot be wasting time talking myself down right now about some loose skin, catch yourself in that moment, snap back out of it. And like, just talking about like how I share the journey in that, just like a couple little tips that I'll share with you guys that I do. And like, it's funny to say this stuff out loud because it sounds so cheesy, but you know what? Maybe cheesy. But it's not, but it's not <laughs> cheesy. Yeah. This like people think that, that the work of weight loss surgery is different. This is the work. This isn't cheesy. This is, it really is this simple. It simple is not easy, but this is the work. This is the daily work of weight loss surgery that you just have to do. It's that daily work that comes into play multiple times throughout your day. Oh like seriously, I, I made a commitment to myself that once I start finding myself in that moment, I'm going to do a couple things. So kind of a couple things that I do, no matter how cheesy they sound and it's uncomfortable to do these things because it feels cheesy and you're like, it's kind of embarrassing. Like what the heck? So like one of the first things you got to do is like, and we've all heard this a million times, start your day off with a daily affirmation. Now I'm not saying go take 10 minutes out of your morning. Like sometimes we don't have 10 minutes, but I'm going to make a reminder, whether I'm setting a wallpaper on my phone or before I open my phone up, before I unlock my screen to check the text messages that came in while I'm asleep, I'm going to take a minute to say something positive about myself or to myself, like something, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, say something positive. It doesn't even have to do with your loose skin because at this point, loose skin is something that's holding us back from feeling confident in our own skin. So we're going to start doing a couple things to tackle that and to start building confidence. And it does happen throughout our daily lives because it could just be as you're walking throughout the living room into the kitchen, maybe you pass by a mirror and you're like, I was not trying to see what I look like right there. Oh my gosh, I need to go put on a longer shirt. Like, no, we're not going to let that happen anymore. Like we are going to start the day off on positivity and confidence. And with that, I feel like when you are confident, you're feeling positive all of that plays into motivation. So this will only help you in multiple mm-hmm. areas along your journey. The, mm-hmm. mo- the staying motivated, the feeling confident in your own skin, this all plays a role in it. And it starts with those, those daily affirmations. You could just wake up, take five seconds to say like, you like you are beautiful. Like literally you, you do a really good job at blank. Like mm-hmm. today you're gonna do this start with that daily positive self-affirmation. Tell yourself how good you look in this or say, you know what, today you're going to wear that because that's what makes you feel good. And today we need to do something that's going to make us feel a little bit better and that's Mm. okay. So positive self-affirmations helps me wake up and feel more confident and positive. And from there, like when I'm already like in that mindset, I'm like, what are we going to wear today? Maybe now choosing my outfit today isn't going to be as scary because I'm feeling confident, peppy and positive, and I'm setting the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. Now with that, there's another little thing that comes along. And I heard this um, when I was in high school on a little uh, church camp retreat or something like that. I don't know. It was probably one of those weekend retreats that they had us go on. Oh yeah. And, you know, like being high school girls are trying to teach us self-love at a young age. So then we don't go into our college years and start experiencing life. Like we're trying to tackle this in the beginning. And I think that's why I'll never forget it is because like, it honestly was so profound. And I remember 
practicing this even as a high schooler as a 250 pound high schooler like okay like I stood out in high school I played water polo and I did track and field but I was always the heaviest girl on the team so I've always wanted to work on just finding happiness positivity and self-love and everything I did because I already had my weight that would bring me down. So I had to yeah. find those ways to like help bring me up because I had that one thing that could bring me down in an instant. Like, oh, mm. remind me how much I weigh. And okay, that'll ruin my day real quick. So let yeah. me find <laughs> these things that will help build me up. So one of those things was uh, that we learned on the retreat and I thought it was so cheesy, but now it's honestly who I am as a person. And I feel like all I am is complimented on Des, the the positivity and like the mm. light you bring to the room, like everywhere you go, like it's so contagious. And people told me that even at 300 pounds. So that's why like, I feel like we're seriously onto something here, right? <laughs> so <laughs> like, um, it's down to the cheesy things of like, when you're walking by someone, you're walking at the park, you're walking in the grocery store and you're passing by, be the first person to smile, set the tone, bring that energy, bring that positivity, bring that friendship. And like, just like that friendly personality. And guess what? When I'm the one walking in the store, I'm doing my grocery shopping. I've got a little smile on my face. Someone walks by, give a little smile. But guess what? That probably made someone's day. I can't tell you how many times that I've just been that person at work. When I was a barista working at coffee bean, I'm like making lattes at four o'clock in the morning, but you already know I brought my smile. I brought my hi, good morning. Welcome in. Mm -hmm. I'm setting the tone for my day. I'm, I started the day off with a positive affirmation. I'm feeling so much better, happy and confident in my own skin. And that energy is like being passed along to everyone who like comes across me that day. And sometimes you got to show up and be that person just for someone else, because you never know what other people are going through. We're not the only ones going through hard times here. There are so many people going through hard times. So then you start to think about it. Like, it's not even like a selfish thing. Like we're doing this, we're showing up for other people. And I'm like going into like so many different things right here, but that's because it all seriously comes into play together. So when you have your mind right, you're bringing that positivity, that right mindset, you're setting the tone for your own day and you're choosing to have a good day. I honestly feel like it's a choice. Are you going to wake up and just wallow? Maybe you, maybe you had the worst day ever and that's okay. We all have terrible days. We have bad seasons. I've gone through a lot of hardships in my life too, but we have to make that choice to get up and go the next day to, to progress and like move on. So set the tone and be the first to smile, be the first to wave Yeah, a positive self affirmation. And even the last thing that honestly is a game changer is smiling at yourself in the mirror, which is the hardest one because I'm just like, I don't want to look in the mirror. I don't want to look at the 300 pounds. I don't want to look at the loose skin that I have now after losing 150 pounds. Sometimes looking in the mirror can be hard, but the best thing you you can do is look in the mirror and do the uncomfortable things like they say. <laughs> do the uncomfortable things, stare at yourself in the mirror, give yourself five to 10 seconds. Every time you go to the bathroom, you're not walking out of that door until you gave yourself at least five seconds smiling, no matter how cheesy it is. You're literally like this, oh my God. <laughs> like this. And guess what? It feels so cringy. It's like, oh my gosh, is anyone watching? Like, <laughs> like I feel so cringy doing this, but guess what? you're like practicing self-love. And even if like, you're not going to walk out of the bathroom being like, you know what? I was looking good. It's not even about that. It's about the fact that you took five seconds out of your day to do something that is 
working on loving yourself. You got to take the steps. Like it's not just going to happen, but because I'm doing something that's like a, an actual step, like to-do list thing, I feel like I'm putting in the work on my journey to self-love. So even if I didn't leave the bathroom feeling prettier, I know that every day I'm working on this journey to self-love and I'm going to take five to 10 seconds smiling at myself in the mirror because it's all part of the process. And eventually it's going to get easier. It's it's uncomfortable and it's going to get easier. I was going to say, I don't know the last time that I've actually looked in the mirror and smiled at myself. That just feels like, I don't think I've ever done that. Have you ever done that, Jason? Yeah. um, I've been doing a lot more of it lately because my... (laughs) Luckily, my, my grandbabies have been uh, have been all up on me to take pictures. They want they their iPads are full uh, of pictures. Of you're me. not a grandpa. Can we just stop calling you a grandpa? <laughs> he's you're got literally, two. He's got like two years grandbabies. Old. Yeah, I, yeah. I have, a, I have a two two and a four year old two two and a four year old, and their mm-hmm. iPads are full of pictures of Pop Pop in the worst angles you could ever imagine. If you if you really want to think, if you really want to see the worst angles of yourself, let it come take the picture. And yeah, so that that's the funny thing. So we started doing a lot of showing them how to take, you know, actual pictures so their iPad's not full of quarter faces and, you know, elbows and stuff. <laughs> Hey guys, it's April. I just want to give a shout out to our very first podcast sponsor, Gather Juice Company. They're located in my backyard. That's right, Grit City, Tacoma, Washington. And their juices, shots, cleanses, and toasts have really made a difference in my bariatric recovery. If you live locally, swing by their 6th Avenue location and pick up something that you will enjoy yourself. And if you don't live locally, send them a quick direct message and just let them know you appreciate their sponsorship of East to West. You've got this and we've got you. But yeah, so I've been doing a lot more of, of that and trying to take, especially since you and I have been doing a lot more of, of pictures for the podcast or for things like that. I've yeah. had to really get a lot more comfortable with taking pictures. So I've, I've been doing a lot of that with myself, just taking pictures and getting oh. comfortable with smiling at myself. And Good it's it's changed a lot like I can go back and look at some of my earlier like face-to-face Friday pictures that I'll put together and I'm like I was like I look at my I'm like that doesn't look like me and then I look at like some of the newer smiles and I'm like well that's why because before it was painful like somebody was hitting me with a branding iron and I was like yes you know the first time Jason Remember the first time you sent me a like face-to-face Friday? I was like, can you uh-huh. send me one that doesn't look like a mugshot or like you just murdered somebody? Like, yes. could you please work on that? And he was giving me so much shit. And I was like, dude, we cannot post these. You literally look like a serial killer. Yes. What are you doing? You need to practice. I know, but I told him, I said, go practice or have your wife like help you with this. Yes. But it is true. I can yeah, see the yeah, difference. She was, like, she was like, we can't use that picture. And I'm like, what the hell is that? I was like, that's my face. That's what it looks like. And she was like, no, it does not look like that. You can't. We're not like, taking an like... ID shot, okay? Yeah. Like, we're taking yeah, exactly. a photo. Yeah, she's exactly. like, it's not a passport. It's a picture we're going to like put out to people for like marketing and things. And I'm like, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> But that is such, I would have never in a million years thought of smiling at myself. And I guess every now and then, well, like Jason, you had this experience, you put on that shirt and you were like, hot damn, this looks freaking amazing. Like that's your NSV shirt. So I'm sure you were really smiling at yourself as you were looking at yourself in that, in that image. And that does a lot for our own self-confidence to take a hot minute and just be like, it's okay that I'm not perfect. I'm good right now. I am so happy with where I'm at right now. 
taking work that on loving yourself exactly yeah. where you're at in that moment. Like you don't have to, like, you don't have to wait until after your tummy tuck to be like, okay, now I love myself. I'm not going to yeah. love myself until after my tummy tuck. Honestly, yeah. no matter where you're at in your journey and your life, just work on that now. And maybe for the people who are listening to this, who are interested in bariatric surgery and you are dealing with, you know, being overweight and like really struggling with feeling self, like your confidence and feeling that self-love, like, I know it's hard and it does, it takes the extra step and like the choice and dedication to do those little tiny things, yeah. like talking to ourselves, smiling to ourselves, smiling to others to just help build up that confidence and stuff. Because when you have more confidence and self-love, then you're going to be able to rock your loose skin even easier, which is exactly why I went into d- detail on that because it, oh. it plays together. They, they come together. Yeah. You got to have that self-love and that confidence to be like, yeah, I've got my loose skin. I'm going to rock it today because I love myself and I met myself and I meet myself wherever yeah. I'm at. It's tipping got- the scales, right? It's tipping it the scales. It's, it's, it's loading it. It's loading it heavy on the self-confidence. It's, it's not, a, it's saying, I know that I'm still going to have some, some things that are up here that are not self-love, but if this scale is heavy on that self-love, then this is not going to matter so much. This is going to carry more weight. The, the good is going to carry more weight than the bad. Exactly. More self-love right. baby. Well, oh. and, it's, and, and it's good to hear at all state that you, you emphasize at all stages because we talk to so many people who are so fresh out of surgery or they've hit their yeah. first stall or they hit their third stall or whatever it may be. And they're just, or they haven't lost the amount of weight as somebody else. And, you know, we're all human. So we're going to compare no, no matter how much we are told not to. And, you know, how yeah. much we drive that home, it's yeah. going to happen. You know, we get the, I'm a slow loser. I'm a this or that, you know, and, and those things are so heartbreaking to hear because you, you know, it, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint like you're doing this forever like this this is like your your finish line is is your expiration date like you don't have to worry about uh you know if you're losing as much as the next person or if you should be losing more at your current time you've got the rest of your life to lose Mm -hmm. the weight so the the hardest part's over with now you just gotta you know you're on the other side now so now you gotta put in the 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 work that's harder than just getting to the other side because yeah now you've got to deal with the mental aspect and you got to go through it, you know, and, and so these things are, you're going to have a lot of areas on this side of things where you're going to have to, you know, pump yourself up because it gets dark. It does get hard. It does, you know, this is not an easy road because, you know, as anybody that's yeah. had the surgery can tell you, you know, it, it's tough. So yeah. the self-love is extremely important because, you know, much like Des and April both said, the things that we can say to ourselves are, are awful. So yeah, the more, the more we have in our bank to be able to, to talk positively about ourselves or somebody else, it, it's going to help us in our journeys because it, it does get tough. Yeah. Yep. Well, and it's important to know that no matter your male, your female, where your age, where you're at in the process, this is applicable to you. Yeah. To you. Yes. Not absolutely. right. Not to somebody two months, three years. No, to you to you. Oh my gosh. All right, girl. Well, as always, you have left, left us with some deep things to think about and incorporate in our lives. Smiling at myself is going to be something I'm going to do today before I go to bed. Just to please do honestly, this is an experiment. <laughs> no, April, try it. I'll, I'll, 
Des is giving me a challenge. I'm giving you a challenge. I want one. I want one week of it. One week of it. I look forward to your check in. Yes. Yes. Awkward selfies over in the morning. Someday it's gonna be like, I'm gonna kill you, Des. I'm gonna straight up murder you. But here's my selfie. Yes. Honestly, you know what? You know what we should do? We should um do a reel on how we should do an Instagram reel on how I'll, I'll start it. Be like, this is how I practice daily self-love and confidence. These are the three things I do. You could like duet it or like do it. And then we'll have everyone start to do it. And then all of a sudden, all of us are going to be on self-love journeys. Oh my God. You are a genius. That. You are a genius. Everyone's wow. about to start some self-love action. All right. We're going to oh, do this. We're going to do this. feel happy, healthy, confident in our own skin. Oh, Girl, girl, that, and that again, that is the road, that is the roadmap, right? That's you being the teacher saying, hey, here's what I do, now you do. That's like classic teaching. I do, we do, you do. That is yes. it. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now you, as always, now you're starting shit. Now you're starting shit. <laughs> I always have to. <laughs> Turn up the pot. Right? Oh God. All right. Okay. We can't let you go without you telling us how your shred prep is going. We know you are super close to your show. So is there any updates that you'd like to give people about your process or how you're feeling? Okay. Yeah. I mean, like you guys just heard from April. If you haven't heard, I'm on prep for my second bodybuilding show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you've been following along yeah. with my journey, I, tra- I did the transformation class. Transformation class is literally okay. Summer Shredding Classic is a bodybuilding show that has the transformation class. So it's literally for people like us who have been on a journey. So I got to do that show. I got third place. It was awesome. Obviously fell in love with it. And if you know me, you know that (laughs) I'm never done. So obviously I had to figure out what was next. Mm -hmm. So I decided to compete again. And now I am on prep for a figure competition. And so if you've if you're a little familiar with bodybuilding, there's like the uh-huh. bikini girls who have all the nice lean muscle. Mm-hmm. And then there's the figure girls and there's like the wellness girls, the figure ones. They're the ones who are super buff and muscular. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do mm-hmm. figure. I'm, I'm do trying that. to get buff. Mm. So I mean, I've been- You, you uh, are feeling, you are buff bunny athlete. So you have to, I mean, come on. That is in the name right there, right? Now uh, you're yeah. bunny and you buff. So done. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to disappoint anyone here. <laughs> So yeah, I've been on prep for that and it's just been a different chapter of the journey, another chapter. So instead of just working on leaning out and building, I I had to work on leaning out from my tummy tuck and then I had to work on leaning out and building muscle for my last show. But now I've been like really working on like leaning out and building muscle, but in specific areas because we're working on building the X shape. So big lats and big quads and stuff. So I've like been working a lot on my lats I'm trying to flex. Oh, look at that. Dang, yeah. girl. Okay. Yeah. So oh. lots of upper body. So it's Damn. been freaking awesome. You look like She-Ra. Straight up She-Ra. You know what? Thank you. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm working out like 200 Vikings. Okay. Like yeah. it's insane. And let me tell you, working out for this figure competition has been harder than working out at 300 pounds. I've never pushed myself this hard oh, before. I am pushing myself the hardest I ever have in my life, the hardest I ever thought I'd have to push myself, but I'm falling in love with it. Like just seeing I, this definition, I'm like mm. sitting here right here. I'm like, do I see a couple shoulder striations by not even working out right now? Cause I'm oh, living yeah. for this. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I, I mean, well, I'm that, loving that is- it. 
That is the physical representation of your hard work. That is the result of putting in the time and effort, right? And when you start to see that, exactly. When you start to see that, it's like, oh, okay, this is, well, and your prep is, I think people, people underestimate what it takes to prep for a show like this, right? It is movement mindset, metabolic wellness. You are tracking your calories to, to the single K you're tracking your ounces, you're tracking your macronutrients, you're tracking your supplements. You're, you are following a very regiment workout routine. You're working on mindset. I mean, the time you just have to spend posing, like figuring out your poses is 10,000 steps a day too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And to, oh, I love, dude. I love those 1130. Oh, I'm getting my 10,000 steps. Cause I said I would, and this is what it looks like. So it's 1130 and I'm walking through my neighborhood. Oh That's my God. a majority of most nights for me right now. It's just like, <laughs> hey. wow, I've been so busy that I have to make yeah. up for my steps so late at night, but yeah. you know what? It's okay. I've got two Girl. weeks left as of yesterday. We're so close. Girl. Girl, we are rooting you on. We are rooting you on. It's going to be amazing. amazing. I love you guys. Thank you. Girl, you're doing it. Well, again, the roadmap. You're showing us a roadmap. Not the roadmap, a roadmap, right? Just we always way. say, Jason and I always say, we have to figure out everybody's recipe for life because you might do a lot of things that we like and we're going to take those pieces from your recipe and put them in our own so that we can make the perfect recipe for our own life so it's so nice to see how other people are doing it so we can you know chefs kiss our own life so yeah absolutely yeah yeah all right girl so at the end of the show we always love to give our guests kind of the final word is there anything that you felt left unsaid is there any skincare advice you'd like to pass along what is like your what's the one thing that you want people to leave with there was a little portion that I wanted to get to, so I will add that in now. But to wrap it all up, number one, you you just got to know that I would gladly take my loose skin over 300 pounds any day. And having loose skin is nothing to fear. It's no reason why you should just not start your weight loss journey. It's It should be the least of your worries. And there are many things that we can do to help feel more comfortable and confident, even with our loose skin. And it does take a couple steps. Wake up, give yourself those daily affirmations, smile at yourself in the mirror, bring that positivity, that self-love and that confidence everywhere you go. When you're driving in the car, when you're at the gas station, you're picking out your groceries, smile at other people, set the tone for your day set the tone for self-love and confidence that'll help keep you motivated. It's all part of the journey. And also just like when it comes to dealing with the loose skin, just ways like actual little things that you guys could do to help feel comfortable and help like combat your loose skin. Number one, especially when working, uh, when working out, but also if you're just like me and you wear leggings, even when you're not going to the gym, (laughs) then get yourself a pair of compression leggings, compression leggings saved my life. Okay. Um, I am a buff bunny athlete. We've got tons of compression leggings. So DM me if you need some recommendations for your comfortable, um, cute yet compressive leggings, because they don't have to be like ugly, like everyone's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, but compression leggings are so plain and all this stuff. It's like, no, like they can be, it is 2021. It's 2021. Like just do a little browsing. You'll see really quick that like, there are tons of options for all of us out there. So getting a pair of compression leggings to work out with, especially because like when you have loose skin, sometimes like certain movements, when you're working out that loose skin does get in the way, which is why people will explore options for tummy tucks because sometimes it's not even a vanity reason. If it's getting in the way of you doing your day-to-day activities and the things that you need and want to do, then absolutely look into getting that, getting that um, removed if that's what you want. And if if you feel Mm -hmm. like it's something that would actually benefit you in more ways than just 
looking better in a pair of jeans and hundred percent look into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 recommend. We can talk about my journey to plastics in another episode, but yeah, yeah, get on your compression, compression leggings. Number two, when you jean shop. Okay. I literally, I think I just got like my first pair of jeans with one button, like this last year because now like the mom jeans are like so in style or like oh my god whatever yeah so like they only have one button on them and like I feel like that's like the first pair of jeans I've bought since being on my journey that only has one button but the key with loose skin and your jeans get two to three button jeans because it offers more compression right here and they usually go high waist I kid you not they like the three buttons flattens out your tummy makes you look super snatched Oh. And it's like a game changer. And my favorite three button jeans, guess where they're from? Oh God, Walmart. I don't even know. What? Walmart. And guess how much they are? Anywhere $12. between 12, 12 to $28, depending on like which ones you want. I've only, I, I kid you not, everyone's like, oh, dads, where'd you get those jeans? They look so nice. I'm like, I only get my jeans from Walmart. I kid you not. I think I have another pair that's from Forever 21, but I don't do fancy jean shopping, especially with how quickly you're like losing weight your first year. Like you're not trying to spend a lot of money. People Mm -hmm. are sleeping on Walmart jeans. I'm telling you right now, get the ones with the three buttons. They're even like usually a jegging. So they're super comfortable win-win situation and you look great in them. The third one, when it comes to like dresses and skirts, um, body con dresses, like, you know, they hug our bodies, which then hugs our loose skin. Something that really helps is finding those dresses that have like what you call a peplum. And um, they have like, I know people who are listening won't be able to see, but it's when they have the little ruffle. So it hugs right here. And then there's a little ruffle and then you've got the Mm -hmm. rest of the skirt underneath. So it's just like that little extra detail that goes right where our loose skin is that hides it all. And if you guys want to see an up close version of everything that I just said, I have a YouTube video on it. It's, it's old and it's taken the week before my tummy tuck, but I literally started the video off by saying like, I'm taking this video to show you guys everything I've been doing to help with my loose skin before I get it removed. So definitely go ahead and check that out because I have all the clothes on in that video. Yes, we will totally Um, link it. Yeah, and I'm very excited to see Jason in a peplum top. That is going to be fabulous. Me too. He's going to rock it. He should definitely wear the gold one that I have on in the video. (laughs) I'm going to have to track it down. I'm going to have to get out. But yes, I will definitely rock it. Yes. Oh, and when it comes to skirts, instead of doing like, you know, like a a body skirt, like a bodycon skirt that hugs you, look Mm -hmm. for the skater skirts because they hit at the natural waistline, which is good because your natural waistline is the smallest portion of your body. I know that from working in the wedding industry and selling wedding dresses. So it hits you at your natural waistline and then it just drops and flows. So it's cute. It's trendy and you will feel so much better and girly and cute in your, with your loose skin and all. So girl, I love how we can wake up like this. We can woke up like this. We can work out like this. And now we can wear like this. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Honestly, we need a t-shirt. That's like, wake up like this, work out like this. Uh, yeah, and whatever the other way, like, come up with something like this. Oh, yeah, we'll come up like this. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, girl, thank you so much for your time and your honesty and your humor, your humility, all of the things that, that make you you. This is how we get through is by having these types of conversations. People think that, like, I, I don't know why Jason and I always comment on this. All that we have is simple conversations, but that is what makes the biggest impact in our lives and in our journey. So we very much appreciate your your willingness to come on and have these very simple conversations with us. We love you. Of course. Don't threaten me to have a good time. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 
No, I, I, seriously, thank you guys for having me again. You know, I love chatting with you guys and yeah. I love any opportunity to just help people at any yeah. stages. Like I, I genuinely feel like this is my purpose. So thank you for the opportunity to share something that I don't get to talk about a lot because there's just always so many other things. And I'm not yeah. always thinking about the loose skin that I once had, you know? So yes. it's cool to kind of like come back and just recap on the things that I did when I had my loose skin before my tummy tuck. So yep. it's really cool. Yep. And I'm excited for everyone to just kind of implement these things and just start yeah. feeling more comfortable and confident in their own skin. And I hope that it really does help some of our listeners. So absolutely. Well, and, and y'all be on the lookout for our, uh, Des self-love tip reels. Those are definitely coming. We're definitely doing coming. it. hundred percent. We're definitely doing that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, girl. Where can they follow you on all of the interwebs? I know there's okay. a lot of places. There's a lot of places, guys. So listen up. Number one, I'm the most active on Instagram. My name is Desiree. So it's woke up like Des with a Z. Yes, we got a little mm -hmm. play on words because I don't speak anything but puns. Mm -hmm. So we got woke up like Des on Instagram and on TikTok. And then I also have my YouTube channel where I post more in-depth videos. I just started a prep series. So go check that out. Lots of great moments that are currently happening right now. And um, you could just find me under woke up like Des or Desiree Mize on YouTube. And then I'm also on Facebook under my woke up like Des page. Oh, and you, if girl. you need any links to my workout programs that do have all my arm programs, I have a workout guide that's for the gym and also one that's for at home, no equipment necessary, but yeah. has all of the arm workouts that I've been doing now up until when I was like 300 pounds. So follow one of those programs. It's an eight week program. Those are on my website, wokeuplikedes.com. You can get access to my lashes from there. You can check mm -hmm. out the buff bunny link where you could find your compression leggings. You can check out, we talked about glow, my hair, skin and nail supplement. Yep. I work with yep. ghost. I've got a 20% off code, just Des D E Z. So all the things go to my website, check it out. And you will um, have access to all that. And don't be afraid to reach out to me because Hey, there's no such thing as strangers, only friends I haven't made yet. So please slide in my DM, say hi. Happy to help always. Look at you, girl. You are always, the first time I messaged Des, it was like, oh man, I think I'm going to do it. Just, it's like, no, you just can't direct message her. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. And you responded like within the hour. And I was like, holy shit, this is Des. Oh my yeah, God. We were recording like the next week. <laughs> yeah, it, it did happen very fast. It it's funny because that week that you that you sent that another podcast had reached out it was like right around the new year so you know everyone's like what are we gonna oh, do yeah. for 2021 yeah. um, and someone else was like wow i can't believe i'm actually getting you on my podcast i'm like okay why is it so surprising i would love to go on a podcast because <laughs> that's what the world is like now surprise <laughs> shock and awe until you're like oh they're exactly like me okay cool yeah, yeah. cool yeah. awesome all right, friends, like I said, thank you so much for, for joining us. It means the world to us and it means the world to our community. We appreciate your time and, and all the things that, that go with that. Of course. Jason, my friend, you want to yep, take us yeah. out? Uh, Des, thank you again, like April said. We can't thank you enough. You're one of our favorite, most favorite people to talk to in any capacity. Mm -hmm. So having you <laughs> for a whole hour all to ourselves is amazing, as always. Um, and we would love to just continue to thank the community. I know you guys probably get tired of hearing me say it, but... We could not do what we do without you guys. Um, all the support that we offer to you guys, we are only able to do because we get the same amount of support back. 
Um, don't forget that you can always follow us on YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need reviews on our YouTube channel and any podcast player that you actually listen to us on. Mm -hmm. um, you can also leave uh, voice messages for us on Anchor that we will incorporate into the podcast. Yes. We've had a couple left on there, and that is so crazy. It's cool to be able to add them into the podcast. And, you know, the listeners love to hear themselves uh, actually getting their message out. So that's cool, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just any any support that you guys can give to us in that platform, uh, please do. You can also come uh, become a patron uh, by visiting us at patreon.com. Yes. And you can join us for as little as $5 all the way yep. up to $20, depending on how much you want to mm -hmm. support uh, mm -hmm. We are available. We will take it all. It helps us keep Zoom lights on. We appreciate it. It does. That. Yes. And at the end of the day, just please do not forget that you've got this, we've got you, and we will see you next time. Awesome. Bye, Des. Thanks, friend. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.